Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour, and this is your show. We're here, but it's really about you. So call us, 888-825-5225. And if uh, you're wondering, is that the same George and Rachel from Smart Money Happy Hour? You would be correct. (laughs) You would be correct. We have a great time... uh, filming and creating that show just downstairs in one of our studios so check that out as well if you like what you hear today jeff is in san bernardino california jeff welcome to the show how you doing good um so i had a quick question about i'm i'm finally you know taking your advice i sat down with my wife and we're paying everything off now yay um, good job jeff I congratulations know. so um though except that we're like way too much into that right now but um <laughs> Uh, right now my credit card, I should be having paid off in the next one year. Right. So, um, we had bought a truck, but unfortunately that thing's a lemon and we're going through that whole thing. And I'm hoping to get rid of that by the end of next year. And then I had to pull out, out of my, you know, uh, retirement account money to buy my wife a new car because the other one's just not safe to drive. So we're now paying, um, uh, the credit card first, because that's the highest, highest payment or the highest uh, interest rate. So, what's the balance on that? That thing, that thing is thirty thousand. Okay, and what other debt do you have? Um, I have the truck, which is uh, twenty four thousand, and that's the limit. Okay, and then we have my wife's car, which is at forty three thousand. Goodness and gracious. Wait, $43,000 for your wife's car, but you took money out of your 401k, you said. Yeah, so it, we bought it new because only because I know I'm going to get rid of the truck and I should be getting the money back from that truck. Whatever money I get from you that You just truck, said it's a I'm lemon. How are you going to get the money back? So the truck. I bought my wife. My The truck is still sitting in my driveway. How much can you sell good. the truck for? Um. Well, I'm, I got a lawyer already, and they're going to try to give me pretty much what I paid for it. There's a lot and, of try and maybe, and you sound very confident this is all just going to happen. I'm hoping. <laughs> what if the truck is worth nothing because it's a lemon? Um, well, it's it's still brand it's brand new, and it only has like thirty thousand miles, and it's still under warranty. Okay. It's it's only it's only a, a year and a half old. Okay. So it's still under warranty. And I've, I fixed the transmission like four times already. Yes. And there's a whole bunch well, of other hey, Great lesson it. for those of you out there who are going, I'm going to get a new car because it's so reliable. <laughs> not always. Yeah. Look at yeah, our friend Jeff. Not, yeah, <laughs> Look at our so friend you got Jeff. a credit card and two car loans. What else? Um, that's it. Okay. That's it. And then the house. How so much now. do you guys make a year, Jeff? Um, after, after taxes, uh, we take home about uh, 150 and if I do overtime, we could get up to probably maybe 180 to 200. Okay. okay. And why is it going to take you a year to pay off 30,000 in credit card debt when you net 150? Um, pretty much because uh, the the two car payments are killing me. And what could you sell your um, wife's what your wife's car, Jeff? Forty three thousand dollars. How much could you sell it for? Um. Probably pretty close to the same. It, it, it was also brand new. It's a Honda Accord, but we were planning on keeping that thing till it completely dies. So well, I have, that would I have, that would be a plan. If it's going to take you a year to pay off your credit card debt, we got to get rid of stuff. 
Okay. You just told me the car payment's killing you. So this plan of using yeah, this car two, forever. The two, just the two car payments. Like when I only had the car payment for the truck, I was okay. But now I'm paying for the truck and paying for her car. And then my car is 11 years old and it has 300,000 miles on it. And I'm afraid it may not last another two years. Right. Um, but I'm going to drive it until it's going to be too expensive to fix it. Yeah. Okay. So what's um, your question today? So pretty much when I get the credit card paid off and I'm then paying down my wife's car, I'm afraid my car's not going to make it right. And I have a decent interest payment, which is 5% for her car. And if I have to end up getting another car for me, should I put some money aside while I'm paying off my wife's car in case I do have to buy a new car and I, it's a higher interest because interest rates are going crazy high right now. So should I then save money and, and buy, an, uh, buy another car cash and yes. just not put as much money towards my wife's car? And it's going to be a everything? used car. Yep. Yes. No yep. more new cars, no more loans, nope. no yep. more even thinking not about even, interest not rates. Not even if I drive it till, not, not even, even no, Jeff. Jeff. No, because okay. you know what? Because you okay. know what you're Yeah, because that car payment that you're paying, you're paying interest on top of that versus if you had invested that car payment, you would have, what was it, like $2.2 million millions. or something? I mean, millions of dollars. So it's okay. it's mathematically, Jeff. it's a depreciating asset. It's not worth it. No. Always okay. cash for cars. Always cash, cash I, cars. I am rooting for Jeff more than anything. But what I'm hearing a lot of right now, if I was your friend, I'd be like, Jeff, you have justified your way into every financial mistake. Everything okay. is, well, here's what was I was going to do. And what if I, what I, what if I just uh, okay. drove it? I think we need to just cut yeah. all that. Let's start from scratch and go, hey, okay. clean slate. We need to get rid of okay. these cars. Yeah, and the good thing is, Jeff, you guys, I mean, because you will be working overtime, so I'm going to just have a little dream session. Let's say you're Ooh. making 200000 You're bringing home two hundred. I think is what I heard you, you br- right? You said you could bring home well, 180 like net. If I, yeah, that's like if I never see the kid though and all that. So Hold on. See, that feels like also aggressive, okay. Jeff. Okay. <laughs> one, one, let's just say 180 for fun. Okay, so you already have a car. You have a truck sitting in the driveway that's a lemon. You think you can sell it for 24. You think you'll just, that you have a you have a loan well, for 24. Yeah, you think I'm you'll thinking, be able to just I, go be even, right? So I guess I guess uh, the, the manufacturer already said they would give us like, I think it was forty thousand. Um, my lawyer saying like seventy thousand, so it was fifty five thousand. So you're telling me you're going to get cut a check for potentially seventy thousand um, dollars? My guess is probably fifty five. I'm I'm guessing it's going to be. But this could be a year that's from what? now. We don't know when this is going to actually happen. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's true. Right. So we don't want. I don't want to yeah. bank on that. That's let's call that gravy money later on down the line. But right yeah. now, don't make all your plans based on waiting on this check. Yeah, and I'm not. That's why I'm still just having it sit in the driveway and just doing the payments. But we can't sell it until it's fixed? Um, until I figure out if, you know, the company's going to buy it back. Which Got it, it sounds like they're going to, but it's just how But in the meantime, you're making a payment on a car sitting in the driveway. Yeah. That, exactly. That scares me. Yeah. What's so if this... I yeah, mean, we Jeff, can, if like I, I said, we can, we can kind of afford it, but, you know... It's it's just Jeff. You know what that was? That was another justification. Ding, we need a little ding every time you do one of those. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and and I wouldn't sit around waiting on them to do something if nothing has happened by January. I'm on my own. I'm selling the truck. I I'm, I don't care what the I, I can't be paying on something that is just sitting there. So no, I would yeah. be I would be out on that. I would cut lifestyle down, Jeff. I would cut up those credit cards. 
and you guys attack that credit card debt, but you make great income, work extra for a year of your life, go crazy, and you guys can have this cleaned up. Hey, Jeff, hang on the line. We're going to send you Financial Peace University. Since you're new to this stuff, it's going to lay it all out beautifully so that you can get on a plan, ditch debt, and build wealth. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining in amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. This is the Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz. Our question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. With the Neighborly app, you have fast, easy access to any home service you need from experts you can trust near you. Download the Neighborly app today to find and schedule service with any of Neighborly's locally owned and operated service providers. All right, today's question is a good one from Sam in Utah. My wife wants to buy a $1,500 stroller for our baby to be born next year. I think it's unreasonable and stupid to spend that much money. That spend so much money on it. We are debt-free, including the house, with a household income of $300,000. She makes about half of our income, and she thinks she has a right to spend $1,500 on a baby after four years of infertility treatments. Am I off base? Whoa, that was a loaded question, Rachel. Okay, so... uh, does she have the right to spend? Like the all language. of that language. We're not, we're, let's remove that just for the fun of this. Even if she was a stay-at-home spouse and made zero dollars, I don't like this language. Like, well, she has no right because she doesn't make this or she makes this. Yeah, it's not That's about... It's just weird. Yeah, she, uh, she has a right because she's part of the partnership of marriage that you guys are in. So she has a right to voice her opinion and all of that, right? Just like he would. Um, yeah, you guys are debt-free, including the house, making 300 thousand dollars i'm saying yes i'm saying yes and let's be clear why rachel because uh this is an interesting conversation it goes beyond strollers this people is why get mad at life. me for saying that yeah when people say i think it's stupid and unreasonable to spend that much money on a blank on a car on a house and that what we always go back to is are you doing it with cash and are you doing it for the right reasons or are you doing it with debt to impress people Right. And this is not one of those situations. They followed the baby steps. They make $300,000. Now, she probably looks at him and goes, you're going to buy a circular saw from Lowe's for $1,200? <laughs> That's stupid and unreasonable. And he's going, well, honey, I'm going to, instead of paying for this project or renting it, and she's going, I'm going to be walking around town with the baby. I want a nice stroller to do that with. Yes, yes. I know. And, and it is, out of all the baby equipment, your car seat, stroller, you know, there's a couple of these things that, you get the wear and tear you use them a lot so if you have the money to get a nice one that you love get the nice one and george right in front of me i happen to see something this is a special treat we did not plan this but this, it was not planned my wife and my newborn baby are in the lobby right now and we have a very expensive stroller on display that we maybe had a minimal fight over. What do you mean this wasn't planned? I picked this for today because you were on and just had a baby. It was wow. totally planned. Yeah, but I didn't know they're, that, that my wife was going to visit. with the stroller. That She's never watched me do that the show. That was the cherry on top. 
Um, are we able to get a yeah, shot? Yeah, I think we're going to try to get a so shot of Deanna's the stroller. Deanna's holding Mia. Will she be able to be in the She's shot? She's on our team. So That's Deanna, not my, there's my wife, Whitney, in the white, and then Deanna's in the... Is Deanna's holding the baby. She's holding the baby. Holding Mia. And then, let's look and at then the stroller. Get, get that stroller this in there. This feels like Price is Right. We're get showing off the stroller. Get that stroller in there. Go... Can we turn the can? Yeah, can there we go. Okay, oh, wait, so wait, wait, we didn't see it. Do it again. One more there time. There we go. One more time. There's the yeah, stroller. Yeah, there so it is. This is an up a baby Vista V2 stroller that Rachel and I talked about, and I had qualms with this, Rachel. Yes, you did. And we use you know gifts from family, money, and all kind, and a part of our own money to buy this very expensive stroller. It was not fifteen hundred dollars, but it's an expensive stroller. Yeah. But we've also worked really hard and we've followed the baby steps. We don't have any debt and we budgeted for this thing. And let me tell you, when we're walking that baby around the neighborhood, Whitney is like, I I feel like this is the Rolls Royce of strollers. Like she enjoys walking. It's so smooth. And, you know, it's worth it. For and it's her. worth it. As a new mom who's got enough going on, get yep. the stroller, guys. Yeah, you don't. The guys don't understand. And so no, I'm trying to grapple have, with it. If you have credit card debt and student loans to pay. And I mean, you can fill in the blank, right? Lots of other different situations. It may not, it probably wouldn't be wise for you to do that. Your money would be better off put towards other things like debt and all that. Um, but being debt-free, having the cash to do it, having a, having a great income, yes, it's fine. It's fine. It's not like it's an unreasonable portion of their world. If they right. were going to buy a $300,000 car and they made $300,000, I'd say, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, Literally. we need to think... <laughs> Literally. And Napa Baby has a great braking system, doesn't it? There you go. Oh, this click, not click. not hashtag not sponsored, but it is known as like the bougie stroller. It's a great stroller. And we had one and y'all, we have all three kids now because it has the adjustable. You put the toddler seat, the rumble seat in the front, and then you get the little kick down thing for the little one. All of it. That thing went with us for six plus years. Yeah. And it was great. There you go. So there you go. Because listen, y'all, we talk so much on this show about sacrificing your lifestyle to get out of debt because that's normally what people call in for that they're deeply in debt and they're like we want to get out and it requires sacrifice so we're the people that are always like don't go out to eat don't go shopping you've got to pay this debt off that's the show and when we get a question like this we celebrate especially Rachel's on you can do it yes this is when you can spend you live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else and those of you on baby steps four five six seven enjoy that that your money too at that point, especially you all in baby step seven. Still, people are like, "Oh, I feel like I still feel like I have the rice and beans mentality. I can't, I can't, you know, it seems weird to spend, and it's hard for me to spend all of that." Enjoy your money when you've worked that hard to get to that place. You're free from that. Like you can enjoy it. So you want to be always giving, always saving, and always spending wisely. And yep. So Sam, you sorry. lose this one, buddy. You lose. We have. I don't We're have a ton of empathy team. here. We're on your wife's but team. But to, to be fair, I was Sam at the beginning when we were starting to like add things to the registry and it was well, getting sure, overwhelming. It feels crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and again, I don't know what strollers cost these days. Yeah. And you can get it cheap. I mean, and those of you that are in debt and you're having a baby, you can get fine strollers that are way less expensive and, they, and they're going to be okay. And you know but, what, Sam, if you want to split the difference, go to Facebook Marketplace and get a used one for 800 bucks instead of 1500 if that's the compromise that you guys want to make. But whatever it is, you have to agree on it as a couple. That's yep. important. That's right. All right. Let's move on to the phones. Corey is in Wichita, Kansas. Corey, welcome to the show. Hey, Rachel. Hey, George. Hey. So I got a question for you. I've got uh, 30000 in a CD. I'm saving that for my three-year-old daughter, her future. Uh, would it be smart to take it out right now and uh, put it towards my house and get it paid off in a year and a half? Or should I just save that money? What happens if you don't touch that money and you just pay off the house with future income? How much longer would it take? 
uh, another half a year. Okay, so we're we're arguing about six months here at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. And is this all the money you have saved for her college? Yes. Okay. No 529s, no ESAs, anything like that? Not yet. I just recently started listening to you guys, and we've got everything paid off but the house, and uh, I'm just not sure. I, I would like to be just completely debt-free. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, Corey, you can, do, you can do both. I mean, like George said, yeah. I mean, even just say you took this money, paid off the house, then that frees up a ton of income for you to go and, you know, open up another savings account or a 529 plan and uh, and invest. And she's going to be fine. She's three years old. So she's, I mean, if she was 18, this would be another discussion, but there's plenty of time for you to oh, save. Yeah. Or on the flip side too, Corey, if you didn't touch it and you paid off the house in six months longer, great. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of a, either way you're going to be fine. So um, I, I almost would be tempted just to pay off the house, honestly. I know. Well, I have an idea that could split the difference. What if you okay. took, you know, when does the CD mature? We can take it out without any interest penalties. Uh, March 2024. Okay. So okay. Let's say in March, which one reason why I don't love CDs, but in March of 2024, what if you took five or 10 grand and put that into a 529 plan and then use 20 grand towards the house? Okay. And here's what that does a for bad you. idea. Then you're invested in the stock market, and so that $10,000 that you put in there could grow to 60 or 70 by the time she's 18. But also, okay. you're feeling a little bit of progress on this house, and you know, you'll know you pay it off in a year and seven months or eight months. And so uh, I think it's splitting hairs, but when I we look at the baby steps, four, five, six, are you already investing 15% of your own for retirement? So that's where I get a little confused. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing 6%. My wife's doing 8%. So we're at 14 right now. I was going to do another percent. To no, because when you double the people, you hurt? need double the money. So you both need to do 15% okay. of each of your incomes to get to 15% of household income. I would focus on that first. Get your own mask on now. Then let's put a little bit away for college each year. Might be a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks. Any money beyond that, let's start throwing at the house. And that'll knock you out of this analysis paralysis. Thanks so much for the call, man. Doing this great, Corey. is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed experts are always ready to help even with measuring and installation plus there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees everything is backed by their 100 percent satisfaction guarantee and shipping is always free see for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings visit blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45 percent off that's blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz this hour. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Crystal joins us up next in Hartford, Connecticut. Crystal, what's going on? Yes. Hello. Hey. How are you guys? So good. How can we help you today? 
Well, I've had my I've had it moment. Um, and I am writing everything down, figuring out where to go from here. My biggest concern is with everything that I've figured out, it's going to take me more than three years to clean up my uh, consumer debt. Okay. And I'm just worried being 46 years old and having no retirement up to this point, pausing, um, my uh, 401k with my company that I'm at currently. Okay. What's um, in your 401k now? I only have about $4,000. Okay. And it's it's just been a series of really bad financial decisions with other 401ks that I had. Like I've changed careers a couple times and I've just cashed them out. Oh, no. And used, yeah, and used them to for everyday expenses, living expenses as I was transitioning into these new careers. Like I've made two major career changes. Um, and that's why I'm a little nervous on pausing uh, the 401k. Well, here's here's some good news. If you pause, you can't yeah. rob a, a cookie jar that has no cookies in it. <laughs> right. So there's one behavior right. change, which I think is what... The reason you're calling in today is because you're like, listen, I've been living like this for years, maybe decades, and it's time. And so that means you're going to have to do some radical things that make you uncomfortable just for a season right. to get this debt cleaned up. So how much debt do you have? I have, um, well, the big big one is student loans that I'm not even using the education that I got, you know, so. That's the I American story. I have, yeah, I have $66,000 in student loans. Okay. That I've been paying since 2000 on. Oh my gosh! And 23 years. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. And, and it, I'm I guessing the balance was, has grown. I'm sure the original balance has grown from from when I've gotten out, and I think I applied for the income based repayment plan in maybe 2003 or four. I want to say, and. It hasn't made a dent. I don't believe their lies anymore that it's going to be forgiven after you make certain number of qualified payments. You know, it's it's just a big. Well, starting today, you're going to believe in me. Crystal instead of some right. government plan. That's so, right. what's your other That's debt? That's right. Um, I did a big old debt consolidation personal loan of thirty six thousand, but it didn't. That was like, I didn't change my spending habits after I did that. That's yep. the problem so with then, consolidation. Yep, exactly. It makes you feel like you did something, and then you keep Don't living your life. Don't change the behavior, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like... We're up really, over 100000 now in debt. What else do you have? Um, I have a car that's worth seventeen, but I don't make the payments on it. It's just in my name. Who if makes the payments? Makes my brother. And he's okay with this? Is he helping you out? No, no. He's driving it. He just has way worse credit than me. So you owe, yeah. So you have a car loan. I have a car loan. And how much is that? paying it. Yeah. So what's how much uh, is that for? 16,000. Okay. And um, about 3,000 in credit cards. Not really much in credit cards currently because I whacked out about on my debt snowball about three thousand dollars already. Good for you. Um, awesome. That's great. And what's your yeah. income? 
So I looked it back uh, last year, um, and it's like 68000 as a truck driver. Okay. Uh, take home. Take home pay. Okay, so you probably made closer to ninety. Uh, Gross. Yeah, probably a little bit under. Okay. Because um, we we get a tax credit because we're we're basically living in a mo- moving house, so we're allowed to take a per diem credit Got for it. every day we're out on the road. Okay. Um, and that's is this all so the debt? Is there anything we didn't cover? No, but I mean, I and I cash flow. I cash, if I can hear my dog, I cash flow vet appointments. So every okay. time I have a vet appointment, I stop and I cash flow that. Okay. Now. Woo! Crystal, we are in a pickle here. Yeah. We make 68 yeah. k and we have, what, $125,000 in consumer debt. Yep. And that's what my concern was because it's, from what I can see, like, where, where I've gotten my extra payments is I've got it to where I'm contributing at, uh, roughly between 700 extra a month to the debt and 1000 okay. extra a month. And is this while yeah. you paused investing or have you not done that yet? I have not paused my investing. Okay. How, how much like would be in your in pay, pay? How much would be in your paycheck extra if you did that? Do you know? Well, anywhere from on a Bad week, about $90 to upwards of uh, 150 a week. That's per paycheck? If I contribute anything. Per week. So, okay. Per week. So, we're talking yeah. hundreds of yeah. extra dollars you could throw at this debt. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, know. I mean, it's four, just that four, paralysis five, here, six. like. Yeah. So, Crystal, I think here's the, here's the thing. If you, mm-hmm. number one, you still have time. Okay, you're not mm-hmm. 65 years old. There's catch-up contributions you can do um, later down the road. But what I would say to you right now is I would rather not have consumer debt, be debt-free, mm-hmm. and then catching up with my retirement than having mm-hmm. money in a 401k that I can't touch right now, but I'm drowning in $125,000 right. in debt. And so what right. you have to realize, Crystal, and you have realized, because I've heard this on the call, which I think is so great, is is you know you have to be able to say okay what i've been doing isn't working so now i have to try a completely new plan so the plan that we're yeah. going to talk about has helped literally millions of people do this and it's a plan yeah. with specific steps in a specific order for a specific reason because being able right. to wipe out this consumer debt taking everything possible right cuz i mean you're scattered all over the place with some stuff and so bringing everything in actually getting traction for the first time in your life crystal like You're going to start to feel it. You're going to actually start to feel you winning, not through debt consolidation, not through a loan that's sitting there. You're wondering about repayment plans. I mean, none of that. Crystal's going to be doing it and you getting motivated to do that. And then Crystal. I heard you talk about like the different classrooms that you grew up in and stuff like that. And yeah, my family has always been a paycheck to paycheck family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just don't think I've ever learned how to break. That's right. The habit yep. of this. Like, so I, I know George has talked about don't tie your money up in CDs. Well, as I'm going along, I'm having CDs that are maturing and I'm just immediately cashing them out and paying. Good for you. As well. Yeah. How much do you have so saved? How much are in that? How much do you have saved? I just did one for a thousand dollars. So I cashed it out. I put that. Good for you. Towards 
the vet, the most recent vet bill, which I gets the cash flow thing. That so the next one, there's three of them that are going to be maturing at the end of November. That'll be three thousand dollars. Okay, That's so great. here's the deal, Crystal. Quit playing with these mm-hmm. CDs. It's not helping you mm-hmm. get out of debt. So here's what you need to do: put a thousand bucks aside in a savings account. And don't play with these accounts anymore. The rest of the money needs to go towards knocking out this debt. And you said three years, which mm-hmm. tells me you can throw $40,000 a year at your consumer debt. You'll knock out all one twenty five in three years? Right, yeah. That's okay. how I got it planned out. It's is, awesome. Is I should be debt-free in three years. That's a great goal. And anything you can do to get your income up and your expenses down is going to speed up that process. So my goal for you would be, how do we get even more aggressive and do this in two years, two and a half years? And hold on the line, Crystal, because I'm going to set you up with Financial Peace University, which is our our seven or nine week course, uh, nine lesson course, which will help you get all the basics and every dollar premium. I want you to do that too. And we have a webinar actually. Uh, If you guys go to everydollar.com slash budgeting to check out webinars that we're doing to walk through the budgeting process. So Crystal, hang on the line. I'll get you those two things to start this because you're on the cusp of change and it's going to be uncomfortable. But man, Crystal in four years is going to be a completely different person financially. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Jeremiah 17, 7. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Corey Ten Boom said, Hold everything in your hands lightly, otherwise it hurts when God pries your fingers open. Hmm, that's Ooh. a good one. Corey Ten Boom, she's incredible. Uh, the Is it the, the Hiding Place? Have you read that? Oh, back in the day. Oh, Throwback. great, great book. Wow. Um, War a great II, generosity real, quote. Real, um, true, or true story. Yeah. Back, um, yeah, Corey Timpin. Mm, love that quote, though. So good. Yeah. You should steal that one, Rachel. Not steal, <laughs> but give with credit. I should. I whenever should. you're talking about generosity. Yep. It's a it's great good. way to look at it. All right. Let's get to the phones. Julie is in Vancouver, British Columbia, all the way. Let's go, Julie. What's going on? Um, hi there. I've had a, a bit of a rough go lately, and I'm trying to look for some advice on, uh, on the next steps forward. Okay. What's been going um, on? I have, um, I have two small kids, and unexpectedly, um, my husband decided to exit uh, the situation um, oh, back in wow. July. Oh, oh, my gosh, Julie. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, things happen. Um, anyways, uh, you know, he left the country, so I won't be getting any child support, and I did manage wow, to what get a gym. myself... Yeah, uh, very unexpected. Not not who I knew before. It was quick, um, and I I was able to get the condo that we have um, put under me, my parents. So I I have that, but I'm just facing a challenge in terms of what to decide to do because um, the costs of it are to me I'm I'm pretty good budgeting far exceed what I should be paying and what I can yeah. pay. But at the same time, rents aren't a lot different in my region. Yeah. And so I just, yeah, I'm trying to get some advice on what I should do here. Do you, do you have family in the area? No. No. Okay. Um, how much are you, are you, are you working? Yeah. Okay. Um, and how much are you bringing in yeah. a month? Uh, about 4,600. Okay. How much is the rent right now? The mortgage is two thousand five hundred and fifty a month, and an HO of four twenty. Oh my goodness! Wow! Yeah, yeah. So that's two thirds of your yeah, this is money a, is just I disappearing. Work a long time. Um, 
And in the area, Julie, have you have you looked at other options? Have you looked around mm-hmm. to see what else is out there? Yeah, I, I've I've certainly I've I've uh, I've looked at rents, and uh, if you're real lucky, you might get a very rough looking basement apartment for about twenty two hundred, twenty four hundred. And that's okay. that's something I don't really I love to put my kids in. Yeah. Um, that and there's also I, I'm, the reason I wanted to buy initially was because there's a lot of rent evictions that happen around here where the landlords, you know, they can find a reason to evict people to mm. to up the rent. Okay. Um. And so that happens a lot, especially to. Um. Families. What do you do for a job, Julie? What's your What are you What are you doing? I'm a program coordinator. Um. And I, I work for a really great spot right now, and that's part of why I stay here. And, and um, yeah, they allow me a lot of flexibility when I'm with two small kids. Like, um, I didn't get my, my younger one into daycare until she was two okay. um, because I worked with her the first year. You know, right now yeah. i got to be able to k- pick up my kids from school. i got to have them home if they're sick. And so the level of flexibility I have to do that is uh, sure. worth sure. weight in gold, really. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Are I the prospects that. of getting this guy legally to pay anything is that out of the picture now yeah he's in a place that you can't you can't get him interesting okay yeah his his country doesn't have any uh any treaties or anything like that really but i just still wonder if there are you know laws in canada that would require him Mm -hmm. to pay yeah i can i can take it through to get it put against like if he ever came back but not not they can't actually obtain it in any way Oh. oh, I'm so sorry, Julie. I, I know, you know, Canadian housing is crazy, both rent and mortgages and home buying. But I do wonder how long you're going to be able to sustain paying this mortgage payment if you continue making the same amount of income. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm faced with. And, and that's my, my how much fear, equity do you have? If you sold this place, uh, what would you walk away with? Uh, maybe 600K and I owe 430 Okay. Okay. So when they're okay. So you're saying it would you would sell it for six hundred k? Yeah. Okay. So you'd have about two hundred thousand in equity. Yeah, just under. Maybe one fifty after fees and all that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I I think month to month, Julie, because all of this is so new. There's so much um, stress that you're feeling. I would want I need I would need my income freed up to have a level of peace and that's not going to happen in the current situation. Um I mean because it's more than half your 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 paycheck. I mean almost 3 fourths. So um Julie I would sell it. I would um I would sell it and I would unless you can see your income going up. That's the only other factor that would change. But I would sell it. I would rent somewhere. For a year, you you have that equity, and just to kind of get your your bearings again. Um, mm-hmm. But there's also that hard reality, Julie, too, of you know what the job you have, which has great flexibility, which is such a gift. But what you make and the city you live in, you know, we talk to people in LA or uh, you know San Francisco area, you know, these places that are so high in cost of living, and they're and what they make, it, it, you you can't you can't make the math work, and so. Um, I don't want you to make that decision right now because that's a bigger decision um, of changing jobs or moving or, you know, that would have to be a decision you'll that you eventually will have to face. But I don't want you to face that right now in the middle of everything you've just walked through. 
But I think one decision you could make that's going to just free you up some for me is is selling. Yeah. Especially because your life circumstances have drastically changed. And now that you're a single income household, a single mom, your needs have changed and your income's changed. And we have to face, you know, as John Deloney would say, choose reality. And the reality is life is different. This is really hard. And not having this mortgage over your head will at least free you up and keep you more nimble as you take that next step. Man, I've talked to you only for like three minutes, Julie, and my anger towards him, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine how you're feeling. But do you, do you have good community around you? Do you have a support system, friends or family? Uh, not a big one locally. Um, no, but I'm- Where's I'm your family? Good. I work in mental health, thankfully. So. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm keeping my head on pretty straight. Um, yeah. It's, it's more just that, that reality of, of my kids, you know, and what they'll have to- Oh yeah. In terms of you know the, the life experience um, is really unfortunate. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, and so yeah, you're in mental health, so you know. But I'm like, I just even from that side of it. Um, I wish just I could just snap my fingers and make this all fixed. I know, but. but the healing process and it's a journey. Um, and Julie, you're courageous, and you can, and you can do this. Your your kids are so lucky to have you. You're a really good mom. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'll just pull it, keep pulling it out. It's I think I think what what really holds me is I'm pretty good at logic and and the numbers don't lie. It's just that level of insecurity, you know. Like I know the reason I want to buy in the first place for that safety that no one can kick me out. Yeah, mm. absolutely okay, right. But that maybe is the reality too. So right, yeah, and that makes so much sense. I mean, grasping for anything of control or predictability right now feels so safe and so great I, I would imagine right so so i understand that that even saying to sell it and finding somewhere cheaper that that kind of uproots even more of that chaotic feeling and so i do think once you get in a rhythm of somewhere new and actually having some margin financially to go and buy it you i think eventually you will buy another place julie right like this isn't just a you'll never buy something else uh but it's going to be within reason and it's going to be a, a blessing to you and yeah, it's not gonna this is about the cheapest in my city <laughs> wow. 1979 uh you know a little condo sure um, do you have any debt it. julie other than the mortgage no no and you I have an emergency fund a small one okay that's going to also that give you some security and peace as you step into yeah. that next phase. But man, we are so heartbroken sorry, for you, Julie. And uh, like Rachel said, you're a warrior. And we know you're going to come out of this on the other side. But right now, you're in the real crappy part where you're left to pick up the pieces. Mm. Ugh. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Rachel Cruz, all the folks in the booth keeping the show afloat, and you, America. Until next time, spend wisely, save intentionally, and give generously. <laughs>